Today is Monday, May 11th, 2020, and I'm your host, Adam Zucala of this podcast, the Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, today, In today's episode, uh, we have a little bit more of, uh, you know, what we've been uh, getting news from every every day now about when are these leagues going to return. I went on a rant last week, last Friday, last podcast about the MLB and how they've said absolutely nothing about uh, what their plan is. And uh, we finally got MLB news. I was really excited. I think it, it came out Saturday night, or I think it was Saturday night. I was very excited. Uh, so I, I can't wait for this episode to start up. Uh, what else do we have in this uh, podcast? We also have news, uh, besides the MLB, we have news about uh, the cancellation of the AHL season. That is kind of uh, sad that we have to see that season end, and I have my reasons. Uh, we also have Premier League. Premier League news uh, that the government said that they could start in June. Uh, we also have um, more uh, how uh, Toronto FC is opening up their practice facility after the MLS uh, said a, f- a few weeks ago that they, they uh, the teams were allowed to. Uh, and we also have uh, some NBA news uh, regarding the uh, about how I found this article about how the NBA could look up to uh, the NHL and even the province of Ontario here in Canada for uh, testing procedures and how, what will they, what will they do to, uh, you know, keep everyone safe for when they play. Uh, and also uh, we have some news that Adam Silver dropped uh, and some different sources that have spoken about uh, Silver talking uh, last Friday about different procedures that will have to be taken and, and, and the, and the latest news about their plans, right? Uh, so yes, the main topic today will be about the NBA. Uh, oh, actually, we have some news on KD too. I forgot to add into my my script here, but I just wrote it down. Uh, so, hey, listen, we got a we got a nice uh, podcast today. You know, uh, last a few weeks ago, or my third episode, I think, when I ranted about uh, finding uh, good news, good sports news that were, were news that instead of me saying things over and over again, uh, things I could talk about. The, uh, I, I want to find things that I could talk about and not be saying the same things over again. I feel like that's happening now again. So, cause if you think about it, two weeks ago, we were saying, when will these things come back and how will they do that? We are now seeing t- things come back, sports and uh, leagues come back. But the thing is, is that they're doing everything the same. <laughs> so it's repetitive. And I feel like that's going to happen again. So, I'm going to try my hardest not to say things over and over again in these upcoming episodes because I feel like they're just going to be the same. Well, not the same, but they're going to have like the same uh, idea to them. Like one league is going to like look at the uh, MLS. They're opening up their workout facilities for individual workouts. So is the NBA, but they're doing like the exact same things, washing down the equipment, you know, making sure you have a, a, a chief medical officer there. Right. So you, you just have to, we'll just have to uh, wait and see about what brings the, uh, the new news and what it brings, but we're gonna. Tr- I'm gonna try my hardest not to be repetitive as much as I can with all this uh, news that's somewhat the same. So why don't we start? We got the NBA to talk about here as our main topic. So let's get right into it. Let's go. All right. So for our first and our main topic today, uh, we're gonna be talking about the NBA. 
Uh, first of all, I'd like to add that on last Friday, I talked about KD possibly not playing in, uh, or possibly playing in these in the NBA if they return this year. Uh, it come out uh, to me yesterday uh, based off of Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN. He said that he will not play even if they do return. So Raptors fans, like I said last time, uh, like like I said when I talked about KD possibly returning, Raptors fans could be scared. I feel like there's a little bit a little bit of less stress now if because it looks like Brooklyn was probably going to play the Raptors right. So it looks like good deal for Raptors is that they won't have to deal with KD. Obviously, we all know that KD played his last game uh, since uh, in Toronto before he got injured. Uh, that was Game Five of the NBA Finals, uh, but. It, it, it did look like uh, he could be returning, but apparently he is not. Uh, I retweeted it on my Twitter. If you want to follow me, at Adam Zucala. I got to put my, a little plug in there. That's Adam Zucala, Adam underscore Zucala, sorry. Uh, that's Z-U-C-C-A-L-A. If you want to know how to spell Zucala, it's kind of a tough thing to spell. But So let's let's get into the main news of what I found today. And over, this is over the weekend as well, right? So first of all, uh, there are reports that uh, Adam Silver would say probably uh, no fans. Uh, if the season re- resumes and this decision can go even into June. So, so this is, this is a little part of an article and there's some tweets in here. So I'm just going to read it as it is. Uh, NBA commissioner, Adam Silver told players on a call Friday that the decision on the uh, resumption of the 2019, 2020 season can extend into June. That if the league does return to play, it is, it is not expected that fans will be able to attend games according to, uh, to the athletics champs, uh, Sharania. We, uh, we've, had uh i've i've had uh shams and his reports on the show on the show before sharania also reported that silver uh said it is safe for the whole games in few loca- uh, in a few locations such as disney world orlando and las vegas rather than flying from city to city if the nba comes back from its hiatus due to covid 19 pandemic we talked about this on the last episode or not on the last episode on uh, past episodes about how how it actually makes sense if you all play at the same spot like disney I was actually talking to my buddy who's actually had the chance to play at a basketball tournament at the worldwide ESPN worldwide of sports uh, there in Disney. And he said, it's just a, it's just a big, it's like a big, 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 like convention center type of building, but you could play basketball and it has every, it has like all the scoreboards and everything. Like you could do it. So it is possible. So, I mean, it makes sense. Las Vegas, it would be kind of like a summer league aspect, right? I think they only got like two courts in summer league. You could also even have a have a court at say the AT and T or not AT and T. Oh, wrong, wrong, wrong uh, service. T Mobile Arena there, where the Vegas Golden Knights play. You could probably play there as well. But I out of out of if I had to pick one of these two, I'd probably say Vegas. That just makes sense. Like to me, it just or, it, like did I say Vegas? God, jeez. Or no, Disney World just makes sense. Yeah, like it it just makes sense to me how you know they they have the hotels in the region like there's tons we all know that uh, if you ever been to Disney World you know that there's a tons of tons of uh hotels in that area you have the worldwide sports right already you that's already a sporting complex that could work you also have uh transportation you could use the Disney transportation if they want to do that uh if the players want to go out and eat they have the shopping district a district at Disney that I think I mentioned on Friday that that is opening up uh, May 20th, I think it is. So you have that, uh, you know, you have everything there, right? You have everything and you like the foods there, like it's fine. Vegas though, it would be kind of tough because uh, the transportation would be still there, right? But 
it wouldn't be the same as Disney. Uh, you'd also have not everything in a condensed location to where they play, right? Because you'd have the like uh, you would have where the summer league usually plays, and then you probably have to have something at T-Mobile T-Mobile Arena if you want to have uh, more than two courts. Because I think that's what the summer league runs on, right? They only have two courts, so uh, you'd also have to have hotels close by, which I don't know if that's tough or not. I've never been to Vegas myself, but uh, we'll have to see how that really works. Uh, so this is what this is what uh, Sham's uh, tweet said. He said, uh, it just says what he said on the Friday's call. If the season resumes, no fans expected. I think that's going to be expected, uh, even for baseball. Uh, my buddies and I try and plan a trip to Toronto every summer, and I made the mistake on this weekend when we were talking about it, if we were going to do something uh, we said about <laughs> we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to go to a baseball game, and I'm like, what do you mean? And then I forgot about there probably won't have fans. So yeah, so it would probably be the same. Uh, Silver also told the league that 40% of the league's revenue comes from fans, so that's like merchandise, ticket sales, uh, etc. I I don't know what the what more to go into, right? Um, it also said that the season, he said the season decision can go into June. So we could possibly not hear from the NBA and what they're going to do until June, which that could be big. And it's also, well, you know, NHL is trying to think of something right now, right? But you also, so this is, that that's going to be big. I feel like unless there's no news at all, we, we could possibly hear from the, we could not, we possibly could have episodes where we just have no NBA news, but that just all, that's all just depending on their decision. Uh, and the final thing here is that until the coronavirus vaccine, there's a risk we'll be living in the virus for the foreseeable future. So I think that what that kind of stating is Adam Silver doesn't see fans coming to the games until we have a vaccine, which that could be in another year. Uh, because I, I remember the first reports when they're talking about the vaccine, this is a back in March for God's sakes. They said 18, it says 16 to 18 months to possibly create a, to have a vaccine available for, uh, it, every or all of us, if not like most of us, right? So that was in March, right? So that's a year. So that's like a year and then a few months, right? So we could be talking about like next June possibly, but who knows, right? Honestly, we've been hearing all these stories about vaccines now. Who knows? We could be, who knows? I like there could be, we could have a vaccine within, you know, two weeks for God's sakes. Like we're hearing all these stories about how they're making that. You know what the problem is with the vaccines? I'm no doctor, but it's the problem that they can make a vaccine. Yeah, it may work, but you need to make it. You ha you have to multiply it and make more of it so it could help everyone that's still alive, right? So it's, it's just, it's really weird, but who knows? We, we, we could possibly, there's a chance that we could probably see no fans for a whole year or no fans for a few months. Just how it goes. Uh, then there's also ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, like he reported yesterday about the Kevin Durant uh, 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 decision. He said uh, he also reported that on a call he hoped for potential playoffs so that would include seven game series in every round. So this is what this is what his tweet said. Uh, Silver told players that he still hopes that the playoffs would include the seven game series in every round. He told players that those series could move faster without need for travel, staying in a single site. Uh, Orlando or Vegas are still tops. Uh, we know that uh, with fans and buildings uh, constituting 40% of league's revenue, the NBA is, is working on a creative ways to on TV to deliver the games to audiences. Uh, Silver told the players, uh, 
Silver also state uh, 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 he started to prepare players for the possibility of no fans in the arenas next year without a vaccine, which we just talked about. Uh, the seven-game series. So, yes, he said they could move faster. What he means by that is sometimes series take maybe a two-day break. Uh, we know for sure, I think, uh, was it the finals last year? It was either the Con- the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals. They took two-day breaks and a few and a few of the breaks or a few a few like they took two-day breaks in between games. Uh, chances are that they possibly could look at just one-day breaks, obviously for each team, or they could, or it'll be really tough on the players, which I don't think would they would ever do because that's just crazy. And Adam Silver's a like a players commissioner, uh, kind of like Goodell. Uh, they wouldn't. I don't think I'd be crazy if they went just no breaks at all. Like you'd play one series and then you just you you just play every game. You play one through seven, one through seven every day. You know what I mean? Like you'd play game one, day one, and then game two, day two. I mean, they could have uh, possibly like a possible. You know how they get like the home and home, and then the one one one. They could do the first two games back to back, and then break a day, and then what would be your away games or your home games, depending on which seed you are, you would play two games back to back. That could just go that way. It, there's multiple ways you could, you could make the players have, have enough time for a break, but at the same time, make this more of a fast paced playoffs. Um, so yeah. And there are also creative ways to on TV. Uh, I don't know what that could entail. This could possibly be, uh, you know, like the, those stat, those interactive stats that the NHL has, uh, they could also be just like maybe having contests on the TV. Maybe if the game's going on, they could have a contest, an auction. Uh, but who knows? That could be that could be just uh, crazy. Uh, so yeah, that's what I found there on the NBA uh, and what Silver has said. Now I found this article on Sportsnet. This is by Michael Grange of Sportsnet. And he talks about here how the NBA could look to the NHL and Ontario uh, for return to play testing procedures. And this is this is what it kind of read: the NBA and all professional sports in North America have a number have a number of challenges ahead of them before they could uh, realistically return to playing games for our amusement in the midst of a pandemic. But one of the but one of them is image related: how to return to the business without of basketball without. Uh, reappearing to the league's interest ahead of the front line uh, healthcare workers and others at risk of COVID-19. Could a path forward for the NBA be found by looking north at what the NHL might be considering as they return to play in Toronto? As we know, Toronto is uh, listed as a possible hub for NHL uh, teams, uh, most likely the division to play. Uh, both leagues have a similar challenge in common. In order to ensure the safety of their work of their workhorses, everyone from the team, uh, Messers to, to the multimillionaire athletes getting the rub downs along with the logistics and uh, production staff required uh, to put on a made for TV conclusion to the season. They need to be able to test for the COVID-19 virus in large numbers and often any scenario out there from a hub model, a hub city model where a cluster of teams gather in one place for a shorter period of time or so, or, or the so-called quarantine bubbles where the entire league in the NBA, in this case essentially centralizes in a venue like Walt Disney World for weeks. Uh, this requires ex- uh, extraordinary measures uh, to make sure no one gets infected and no one that is infected is in the mix to infect others. To do it right, the leagues will require lots of tests and rapid uh, and rapid response times. One report by ESPN said that the NBA 
if the NBA were, were to take over Disney World, they would need about 15,000 tests handy and ready to go. That's a massive number for tests. Uh, for an organization as wealthy uh, and connected as the NBA, procuring the test is likely not an issue. But being as a jumping, being seen as jumping the line and taking tests out of circulations for the general population as the U.S. continues to struggle to meet its stated testing goals is a problem both mor- morally and uh, optically. Uh, we we know we know. So this is this is from Adam Silver. We know we need a large uh, large scale testing nationally, uh, as Adam Adam Silver said that recently on a conference call. Uh, talking about some hurdles the league would have to cross before they would play as the as to the universal testing there are different tests being proposed they may have different uses in different situations it goes without doubt that we have to ensure that the front that the that the frontline healthcare workers are taking care before we take we start talking about nba players or sports by the way, thinking this is this is what Green said. By the way, thinking the NBA's return is tied to a timeline uh, dictated by the U.S. healthcare system's uh, ability to test in large large enough numbers that the league wouldn't be putting uh, an additional burden on it, and that could take a while. Uh, we need to be producing tens of millions of tests in order to be able to get the campuses open. One hundred thousand public schools open, said Senator Lamar uh, Alexander, who is a uh, Tennessee Republican who's chairman of the uh, Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, who told ESPN, uh, not ESPN, CNN on Thursday. We've never tried to do that uh, that before in this country. He also said, the U.S. has conducted 6 million tests in total from January to the end of April, but the White House said that its goal was to conduct 2 million tests per week, with each state testing 2% of their population by the end of May. It's incredible. In Ontario, testing has has lagged behind uh, stated goals also. But when Ontario Premier Doug Ford, we've talked about my boy Dougie, was was asked Friday about how the testing the uh, how testing of NHL players and related staff would be handled if Toronto became a hub city for the other six Canadian teams would resume play, he had an answer ready. From what I understand, all the tests will be supplied by MLSC. The costs will be absorbed by the the Leafs and. Uh, and Raptors owners, MLSC or the NHL, whoever it might be, Ford said. And though, and though that whenever they'll set it up, then they'll actually don't uh, donate some of the time uh, at the testing area as well, so that they're giving back to the public on top of on top of uh, testing their own players, which I thought would be uh, which I thought would be w- was very thoughtful of them for doing that. Could the NBA follow a similar path where instead of waiting for a widespread of testing to to be available? Uh, to some point where they wouldn't be seen as a drain on resources. Could they be, could they be the source for more testing? It's something that has contemplated NBA circles, although no specifics are available, but it seems like something uh, that could be easily viewed as a win-win. If say for every 1000 tests, the NBA uses, they sponsor 20,000 tests in the communities where they are in need. Uh, in Germany, where Bundesliga is poised to become one of the first major sports leagues to return to play, the league has promised to cover the cost to additional testing they'll need. An estimated 20,000 tests spread among 36 teams, and as well as provide any surplus tests to the frontline healthcare workers. Along with the NBA, they are following. Uh, we are following that. I think if that uh, they are a couple of weeks in front of us, it'll probably hopeful. It will be hope, hopefully useful. 
and directional for us to look at. So general uh, general manager of the Raptors, Bobby Webster, uh, when he uh, was on a conference call, when asked about the NBA is, is studying the German uh, model of, uh, you know, giving back to the community. So this basically entails that the NBA d- does not really want to use tests, you know, just on themselves. They make it like he's talking about here, the reputation, right? If the NBA just used those tests for themselves, and does and they don't give back, they could kind of ruin the reputation here. And I, I don't think Adam Silver wants that, right? Because they just gained lots of it by a Canadian team winning the championship. They gained a lot of fans from that. And they could also lose a lot if they don't give back. Right? So it's you know, you look at this and you say like it just makes sense. <laughs> like obviously obviously we're we're, we're going to see the same pattern it's kind of like what we saw with the NHL following suit with the uh, NBA I don't know if they pl- if they planned anything but the NFL for sure and canceling their international games and the MLB as well so you look at this and you say this could also just be following suit Bundesliga right with their they're sponsoring their test you know, we'll see that we possibly could see that with the Premier League as well. And then it'll probably translate to whichever league comes back first here in Canada or sorry, North America. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll probably see uh, that league. That league follows suit to whatever they're doing uh, over in Europe. Then then whatever. Then it'll be just league after league after league doing the same thing. I, I, I could see soccer. Possibly soccer's kind of got their head around what they want to do. So I could see soccer making that first jump into becoming the first league back. Like they kind of made that first jump back to be training, right? Uh, If they are the first league that comes back, I could see him following suit uh, of what the Premier League says or even the Bundesliga. Uh, We'll get to the Premier League actually in the next topic, but or in the next segment, sorry. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. You know, if they are, the MLS will probably fall suit to what they're doing. And then all the other leagues will say, okay, geez, they're doing this. So we have to do the same thing. So that's what's going to happen. So if is it a problem for the NBA to sponsor uh, a few tests? I don't think at all. But I, I do think the leagues would just have to fall suit with each other. That's the, that's the only way I could see this really being a, like a major, uh, like how, how they can't, like I could only, this is the only way I could see this happening. Right. Um, I like, I don't think, I don't think I, if there is a league that says, no, nah, we're not, we're not going to help you. You know, we'll, we'll take those tests from you government, but we're not going to give back. But I, I can't see that happening. Cause I really would probably do that. All right. So when we come back for the like, first time ever, we've had soccer above like topic number four, number three, <laughs> because there's actually a few uh, things we have to talk about. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about a little bit of uh, football. I'm just kidding. Not American football, just your OG football. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. So, like I said at the end of the last segment, for the first time ever, soccer is getting like almost the high. They're the first subtopic we got, uh, because there's all there's a multiple uh, n- there's multiple uh, n- 
are sport. There's multiple news about uh, soccer. So let's get started here. So the first thing I I I, I saw uh, looking stuff up today for this, this episode was that Toronto FC is to start voluntary uh, voluntary uh, individual workouts for players on May 11th. Uh, so that'll be starting. Uh, that'll be start. It's starting today at their North Toronto training facility. Uh, it kind of mirrors about what uh, the Toronto Raptors are doing. Uh, and this kind this kind of just comes in. Uh, in, in the wake of Ontario government seizing restrictions off of uh, pro sports teams, allowing their players access to training facilities, um, you know, and, and, and the, the, the start kind of providing uh start uh, allowing those teams to follow their, their league's protocol for health and safety. Right. Uh, which we all know that the NBA and the uh, MLS have strict guidelines for those. Uh, like we know with what the Raptors did, the NBA said uh, you could have four players at a time. The Raptors said we're just actually going to cut it down to one, uh, just so you know, keep it very, very safe or safer than usual. And as for the MLS, the field uh, can be divided up to four quadrants per field. Uh, only one player per quadrant is allowed, uh, with no equipment sharing, uh, which I think we talked about when they first kind of announced the, this news. Uh, what TFC will do is that TFC players and staff will have to arrive and leave at staggered times with designated parking spaces to maintain maximum distance between vehicles. That's the same thing the Raptors are doing. They're going to have set up uh, parking spaces of where they can park to 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 uh, uh, decrease the risk of getting COVID nineteen from literally just being close to someone else's car. Uh, players will have to wear protect uh, personal protective equipment from the parking lot to the training field and uh, training field and back. Uh, staff will also have to wear appropriate personal protective equipment during the training while maintaining a minimum distance of ten feet uh, from the players at all times. I think I think it's it's the same thing for the Raptors. Uh, I I think I think though it's twelve feet. I think they have to maintain. I forget which one they picked, but uh, and this is from uh, head coach. Uh, head coach Greg Vanny of the Toronto TFC or Ch- Toronto FC. I always say Toronto TFC. I don't know why, but he says that uh, he and his coaching staff won't be directly involved in the workouts. Those details uh, will likely be texted to the players the night before trainers uh, will oversee the sessions to ensure the rules are followed. Same thing. Once again, NBA said no coaches can be allowed. It's only the training staff, you know, um, you know, the defensive coaches or the offensive coaches or, or whatever, you know, it's different for soccer, what type of coaches you have. Right. But it's basically the same thing. Coaches cannot be involved, just the players. And then the training staff, uh, the individual player workout protocol does not allow access to all club facilities with block rooms and certain other, uh, areas still off limits. Team gyms and training rooms may be, may still be only accessed by players uh, receiving post-operative and rehab, uh, rehab treatment as directed by the club's chief medical officer. That is what everyone's doing. See, this is where this is where I talked about at the beginning. This is the, where the repetitiveness comes in. It's the same stuff happening for every league. This rehab treatment and all this is coming from the NFL. Uh, like they mentioned uh, when they released their schedule last week, they said... They're only keeping, they're only allowing people back into like the gyms and the, and the, you know, the gyms and the training rooms based off their rehab treatment. That's coming from the NFL. And same thing, locker rooms in certain areas, still off limits. Yes, the NBA is doing that as well. Um, 
The MLS guidelines calls for restricting access to essential staff only, as well as sanitation and disinfectant plants, including balls, cones, and goals. We talked about this. Every sports league is going to be doing the same thing. Once again, repetitive. It's on repeat. Uh, This is what uh, the club said in a statement on Sunday. By utilizing the training ground for individual workouts, TFC will be able to provide a controlled environment that ensures adherence to safety protocols and social distancing measures for players and staff. Uh, and then they talk about here, uh, this is also from like a, a, a article I found, but they just talk about uh, when the MLS suspended play and the NBA suspended their play. Uh, and we know that uh, uh, Lisa McLeod, the, um, the Minister of Heritage, uh, Sport, Tourism, and Culture, Cultural Industries uh, of Ontario was talking with all the with all the Ontario sports teams uh, on what a safer term would look like for them, right? She's been talking with them, and, you know, that's how she kind of came. Uh, she kind of said, that's what she said to the Raptors, right? She was saying, this is what we're going to do. Uh, then it goes on here about uh, NHL's not allowed training to resume. Uh, probably, so what Lisa McLeod has said to, say, Toronto and Ottawa uh, of the NHL, they've probably said, listen, listen, this is what you're going to do when you come back. Uh, obviously, we're, we might have to change it depending on what the league says. Uh, but this is what it should look like. Uh, and if it does, if it is different in some way, we'll 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 change it in some way. Uh, it just ends here saying the NHL has said that it's working towards having players return to small group activities uh, at club training facilities. In the meantime, a ban on NHL players using training facilities other than rehab remains in place. We we knew that. So that's basically coming from the MLS side and mostly the Toronto Toronto FC side, right? About how they're opening it up for the players. They're not pulling what the Raptors do and, you know, decreasing the amount of players per or in the facility, right? Because obviously the soccer pitch is bigger than a basketball court. Although I, I do understand that, you know, uh, uh, basketball court, uh, there's, you know, they're closer together at the Raptors training facilities and there's multiple of them, but still at the same time, that's just crazy. I, I just, I just actually have to, I just thought about this, right? Players are dunking. They're going to have to wipe down the rim with disinfectant, bro. That's just crazy. That's just crazy to me. All right. So we also have other big news for major sports league, uh, sports leagues. Uh, like we heard the Bundesliga last week, is going to re- or two two weeks ago, last week, is returning uh, this weekend as my Bayern uh, Bayern Munich uh, team is coming back to play on uh, this upcoming Sunday. But we've got more news: the British Premier League, one of the biggest leagues in the world, uh, can return no earlier than they could return after June first. As this is what I found on the article here. This is from the Canadian Press. Uh, the path to the Premier League resuming was eased Monday by the government. This is the uh, British government uh, saying elite sports, elite sports. I love how they put that in there. Will be allowed to resume in England if, in June if there is no sp- new spike in the coronavirus infection in coronavirus infections. While spectators will not be allowed into stadiums for some time, the British government, uh, the British government embracing the return of professional sports stands in contrast to rulings by the French and Dutch authorities who have banned any any events until September. The announcement comes from. The announcement from Boris Johnson's administration came as Premier League clubs held a conference call on the lo- about the logistics involved in restarting the comp- uh, competition amid division 
uh, divisions over a plan to use natural uh, neutral venues. I thought I was going to say natural grass for some reason. Neutral venues for all games. When the league was halted two months ago, Liverpool... Okay, yeah, they talk about Liverpool being in the league. Now, the national lockdown uh, was that was imposed in March uh, and led uh, to the shutdown of sports started uh, is starting to be lifted by Prime Minister, uh, British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. Step two of the government's uh, of the government roadmap for easing the lockdown restrictions include permitting cultural and sporting events to take place behind closed doors for broadcast while avoiding the risk of large-scale social con- uh, contact. To aid planning, the document added, this is what they, this is the document that said they could return. The government's cur- current aim is that the second step to be uh, will be made no earlier than Monday, June 1st, subject to these conditions being satisfied. The organization should prepare accordingly. The Premier League and other sports org- uh, organizers will now be waiting to hear when the government will allow the, the resumption of group training by athletes, even as social distancing regulations are maintained in a wider society. The challenge containing the coronavirus without a vaccine will mean no sports stage without fans, or sports stage without fans. The government said permitting large crowds in stadiums again will be only fully possible significantly later, depending on the reduction in number of infections. So, big news here, right? We saw Bundes, uh, Bundesliga coming back, and now the Premier League's coming back, and that's just going to be huge. The only problem is, right, they say no fans, but we know, we know that's going to happen. We know there's going to be no fans in any league for for the time for the time being. We We know that. There's... There's, there's, if you, if, if I hear news about sports fans being able to watch sports, I'll be surprised. Now we know the NFL. Okay, the NFL has made their schedule, uh, with the mind of, obviously they're playing in September. They're not playing now, so they, they, they still got a few months, right? But they, they have the mind of fans being in the stadium. But I'm talking about now, like teams that play now, like their season is now, you know, uh, like the NHL, uh, NBA, MLS. Uh, you know, so- the soccer, all soccer leagues, right? We under we know that they're playing right now, so so there should be fans in their stadium, but there's not there's not going to be. We know that, but once again, this is huge, right? Uh, obviously they have to wait. Uh, obviously the British government has said, hold on now, we're not we're not gonna go, we're not gonna, you know, ride off in the sunset that fast. Uh, so I like what they're doing here. I, and you know this is a good thing because they have an idea of when they want to open up their second stage. They have an idea of what we want to do. The NHL had that. Apparently, teams are supposed to start training in four days from from reports that happened two weeks ago. That's what we thought, but they haven't released anything. You know, the NBA, the NBA has done that. We know that the NBA has done that, but. This is this is good. I I like I like here. I know it's not the Premier League that has released a statement. This is more of the uh, 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 British government. But I like I like how they said, "Listen, we're right now in stage one, and we're not really allowing anything." But you know, stage two, we're hoping that this could happen around June first. The M- the NHL, on the other hand, well, they did they did they did say, "Listen, we have this idea for, we have this idea for uh, you know uh, when we want to." have this new plan like we said with uh uh daily bill daily with that new draft plan and whatnot and june 5th was their plan date but they did in the month that was supposed to happen six days ago we haven't heard anything from it still right they're still in the talks but we have not heard anything from it so it'll be kind of you know it's kind of it's kind of still blocky around the edges you know what i mean 
I don't. I, I'm going to get the MLB in the. Uh, was it the next segment? I think. Oh geez, I, yes, it's the MLB the next segment. So I'm. I, I will get into them later. But they've not. They've not said a lot, right? They have not said a lot, and I'm angry. But stuff's going to be coming in now. This is. This is. This is how it's going to be. The news like this is going to be coming in rapidly. I wouldn't be surprised within a few weeks, right? Say if what as soon as June first passes, or maybe even less, and from now until June first, we'll probably hear something from the Premier League saying, "Okay, we're going to be playing," or we could even hear something from them after June first, right? Because they can't. We don't know. This is just a soft. This is just a soft date for uh, what their what their what what their idea is, right? But we'll have to wait and see. All right. So that's what I got for soccer news. When we come back, like I just said, we have MLB. They finally released something, or they're they're proposing something, uh, and I was happy. It, this came out Saturday, but I was so gosh darn happy. All right, so we'll be right back with some MLB news. So after my last week's rant about the MLB. And they've not said anything within like a week. They didn't. They didn't say anything for a week. I don't even think they said anything at all. Uh, we finally heard something that they've presented to their owners and their players' association about returning to play. Uh, obviously, we've heard about the idea of playing. Obviously, like all the other leagues, playing in neutral locations. Either that be Florida, Arizona, possibly Texas, or Texas, not Texas. Um, you also saw the fact that uh, uh, we have those divisions, but that that is kind of small reports from the MLB. But they, they didn't say anything. They they didn't they didn't report that. Those were just those were just reports that we've heard from uh, journalists. Right? It's not been the MLB's clear statement, but once again, this is also like that. What I'm about to read is also like that, but it's more it's more uh, conclusive because it's come from the MLB. All those other things might have come from the MLB, but not really. All right. So this is this is what I found here. Major League Baseball will, will reportedly reportedly present owners and the Players Association with a return to play proposal next week, according to Ken Rosenthal of the Athletic. So this is from Kenny. We love Kenny. Under the plan, if baseball can return this year, uh, MLB's regular season will start in early July with the goal of playing approximately seventy-eight to eighty-two games. Not bad. I think I kind of predicted that they'd have to do that. Rosenthal reports that owners are expected to discuss the plan on the conference call Monday. And if if they give their approval, the league will present the proposal to the union on Tuesday. So they're discussing this today. Today is Monday, right? This came out, I think, on Saturday, right? So... Or the the, 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 the news... The the, the news broke on kind of... In the Saturday night-ish. So they're talking today. If the talks go good, which we all hope, which I hope they do, because they haven't said anything, we could be hearing this as we could be hearing this proposal uh, be presented by tomorrow, which could be pretty big for a Wednesday's podcast, depending on what this what this really entails. But let's get more into it. Any plan would would require a sign off from medical experts and confidence that testing for the virus will be sufficiently available. We already know this with uh, the uh, with the NBA and saying that they would need, oh geez, what they say, fifteen thousand tests ready to go. 
obviously you'd probably probably need more than that because it's baseball. There's more players on the roster, uh, and there's there's more teams. Or no, no, I'm stupid. There's not there's not more teams, but I'm just saying there's more players. There's more players involved technically, right? Uh, the MLB is hoping that many home ballparks, including New York and Toronto, will be open by early July. Travel between the U.S. and Canada has been restricted at, at until at least May 21st, and travels are subject for mandatory 14-day quarantine upon arrival in Canada. We know that. Teams unable to open stadiums for games would, would relocate their spring training facility or to their spring training facility or other ballparks or another ballpark in the U.S. Sportsnet Shai Davidi reported on May 6th that the Toronto Blue Jays are planned to be to be able to play at the Rogers Centre in Toronto or the club spring training facility in Dunedin, depending on the circumstances. So that could mean, listen, I've been to both. Obviously, the Dunedin Stadium is smaller, right? It's not the Dome. And it's also been renovated since I was last there. So I don't really know what it was really like now, but I've heard it's really nice. But listen, the way that Canada is going right now, we could be seeing that. You know, we could be seeing, uh, obviously, with Toronto being talked as a hub for, we've heard Doug Ford talk to the Blue Jays and MLSC about their possible plan to being the hub city for games. So this could be, this is huge, right? And I could see, I could see there being a thing where we can play and the, the Blue Jays can open up the Rogers Center, but I could also see a thing where they're, they're going down to uh, Dunedin Stadium. Rosenthal says that the schedule will be uh, regionalized with teams facing clubs within their division uh, and from the same geographic division in the opposite league. So like we talked about a few weeks ago with the just being a West, Central, and East division. Uh, in that in that scenario, for example, teams in the American League East would face their own division, uh, would face their own division plus teams in the uh, National League East. He adds that at 80... Uh, Rosenthal also said that, that an 87... Uh, 78 game schedule would have would have three four three game series against each opponent and two three game series against each non-divisional opponent when it comes to the playoffs. So if you're asking about the playoffs, Rosenthal says that the league will propose an extended postseason with seven teams per league instead of five. The teams with the best record in the American League and the National League will receive a bye into the division series. The other two division winners uh, the other two division winners and the wild card and the wild card with the best record would face the bottom three wild cards in the best of three series. So, so the best team, the best record. Okay. So, so no matter what, if you're in the East, West or central, you will have a buy into the division series, but the other two division winners by mean that from the central and the East uh, uh, and the wild card and the wild card with the best record would face the bottom three wildcard teams in the best of three so it's kind of like what the it's kind of like what the nfl is doing it's kind of like that so say so let's give an example here you have the top team in the american league east let's just put that as oh boy let's go with uh let's just go with the yankees why not i hate the yankees but why not i don't care the yankees right are the top of the american league then you put I don't know the Dodgers at the top of the uh, National League, right? So they'll be they'll be on to division the, the the division series. Then you have the three bottom teams. So let's just say uh, the other division winners. So you have oh geez, you have the Indians, the Indians, and 
Okay, so that's the central. We got the east. Now we got the west. Let's go put the angels right now. Let's put the angels in the east. And they'll also play. Oh, wait, no. Wait, no. Holy Jesus, this is actually a mess. I can't think of this in my head for some reason. Whatever. So the the, the playoffs will be more, more uh, the like he says, extended, right? So they'll have more teams and it'll be probably, I, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be really exciting. Uh, finally, Rosenthal reports that the league will ask players to further reduce their pay for the season and accept and accept a revenue sharing plan for the 2020 campaign only. Due to the lack of ticket revenue, uh, this is sad. This is said to be causing some friction between the two sides. Uh, like we know, uh, obviously we we saw that the uh, umpires took a pay cut coming at a cause for the MLB. I think it's stupid what they took for a cost, but I could I could see this being kind of a little problem pay cut, a little pay cut to uh, to to increase the revenue of the league. But I mean, will it have it? It will. It might have to. It probably will be have to be forced at some point. Uh, in March, the players are, okay. So this just goes on with what they said. So, but in March, the players agreed to be paid, to be paid a uh, uh, prorated salary uh, in the case of a shortened season. But the MLB says teams would operate at a loss uh, if if they paid each player their salary for games in empty stadiums. The union, according to Rosenthal, would need to see proof of this before agreeing to any alternative compensation plan. And that's that's the end of the article. So once again. I was so mad about the MLB not sharing any news, but this is solid concrete news that we've heard from the league, and they're talking about it today. Today! Like, what is that turnaround? I thought we weren't going to hear from them for two weeks. And then they come out saying, well, we're going to talk on Monday, and possibly Tuesday, if it goes well, we'll have we'll have an idea. I mean, I've, I, 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 I don't know if I should take this uh, really how excited I am, because I said that about the NHL, and what they have, their plan has just fallen to pieces there. But this is huge. Like this report, it states what the playoffs are like, how, what, what types of series they're going to play, possibly where are they going to play. First of all, New York and Toronto. I just want to say, many home ballparks. New York would not be. I don't. I don't know why they're even an option, but, but still. Like it just needs to sign off for medical experts and all that. But this is huge. The only problems I could see this is the sign off by the medical staff and also the revenue sharing plan. I could see that being problems. But other than this, this is concrete evidence that there's good news in the MLB. I actually had to change the name of this podcast of this episode. I was gonna say uh, MLB share some news or whatever, like finally speaks or whatever. I was going to say something like that, but then I had to change it because they weren't my main topic. But at the same time, I wish I, I wish it was, but Hey, it, listen, I was so mad last week. I don't know if I, 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 I bet they didn't hear me talk, but this is fantastic. All right. That's what I got for the MLB news. When we come back, we got a little bit of some sad news in the hockey world. Not someone did not die. Don't worry. We have some news about the AHL and uh, how their how their season has come to an end. So we'll be right back with that. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. All right, some sad news. Some sad news coming out of the American Hockey League today. 
uh, as they've canceled the rest of their regular season and their playoffs due to coronavirus. As this is what I found on the article, and this is what it read. The AHL has canceled the rest of its 2019-2020 regular season, as well as the Calder Cup playoffs, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, as what the league announced Monday. The NHL Feeder League has or said the decision was made after a vote by its Board of Governors and its focus has shifted towards preparing for the 2020-2021 campaign. After a lengthy review process, this is, this is a quote, uh, the American Hockey League has determined that the resumption and completion of the 2019-2020 season is not feasible in light of the current conditions. That was said by AHL President and CEO David Andrews, who we talked about a few weeks ago on the podcast based off of the possibility of this being canceled or it's likely that they're going to be canceled. The AHL continues to place paramount importance on health and safety for of our players, official staff, and fans, and all, and all of their families, and we all look forward to returning to our arenas in 2020-2021. Uh, just a final note here is that the AHL standings, based on point percentage, so first of all, like I said, the league should probably go to point percentage over the fact uh, of points and games played. Uh, you know, I, 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 I think this is the best way to go. And statistics are considered final as of March 12, 2020, probably when they stop playing, and will serve as a basis for determining league awards, meaning MVP, probably top goaltender, uh, and whatnot. I mean, this just sucks. Listen, me being from Ottawa, and I've gone to a Belleville Sens game, uh, which is the AHL team for the Senators, this just sucks. This just sucks the life out of it, all right? That team was fifth in the league, first in the North Division. They were on a roll heading into the playoffs. Great young players, and then they've just lost it. This sucks for the reason of that this, although it's the AHL playoffs, it's not the same as the NHL playoffs. No, nowhere close to it. Well, it's kind of close, but not, not, as, not as close. This could have been, if they played in the playoffs, if the Ottawa Senators play, players played in the playoffs for the AHL, this could have at least given them some experience in a playoff in a playoff format, in a playoff situation, for when they come play for the Sens. Now, we're still not playoff contenders. I still don't believe so within maybe one or two years. But it could give those players, say Drake Batherson, uh, Branstrom, uh, Gustafson, if he's playing, you know, those players... That could give them experience, so when they become NHLers and make the playoffs, they have a not they have somewhat of an of an experience that they could, uh, you know, they have somewhat experience so that they're not freaking out. I mean, yes, you're still in the NHL playoffs, you're Stanley Cup playoffs for God's sakes. You're gonna you're gonna act crazy, but it's just it's just kind of it's kind of sad how this is the way it ends. And I'm not just saying for Ottawa's case. In Ottawa's case, it's huge, but there's other teams like this, like just like Ottawa who have these young star players coming up to their team and they might need this playoff experience, but they're just not going to get it. And they might not perform in the playoffs, which just sucks. This It just sucks about it. That's what sucks about it. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, first of all, what do you got? Batherson, uh, Formanton, Branstrom, even the goalies for that matter. We got a bunch of goalies down there. Gustafson has the potential to be a future starter, right? Just those, those guys, are strong. They're str- they're going to be strong players in the future. They have great potential, but without say even a AHL playoff, you know, experience, it'll be tough for them to start uh, in the NHL playoffs. In the NHL playoffs, right? 
I remember when Colin White joined the Ottawa Senators at, the, at that 2017 season. And he played even a few games in the playoffs. And I was excited for him. But he, he, he I know he was still a fourth liner and he was still a fourth liner basis. So he wasn't going to get much minutes anyways. But he never really had that AHL playoff, you know, because I think at that time they were still kind of bad. So they never, he never really had that playoff experience. And all, he still, obviously, he only played maybe one or two games in those playoffs or maybe more than that. But I don't know. But he never got those minutes. But, could he could he have excelled more in those playoffs if he had more if he had an AHL playoff experience? Yes, I, a bunch of players can. A bunch of players. I'm not just singling out sense players here, but a bunch of players in the league, for that matter, could have AHL playoff experience, but they just don't get it for say maybe the team's bad, and but then they come to play in the AHL and they not might be ready for it. But I it's just it it, it kind of sucks about how this is kind of the way it goes out for. A good team like this. I don't want to compare it to this in some way, but the Belleville Senators season right now is kind of comparable to the Ottawa 67s. Great team, you know, a top team in the league, even in the country for that matter. I mean, the HL because of their, it's hard to understand by that point, but, and then their just season gets cut off. The 67s have been screwed maybe for two years in a row. Obviously, the first year, last year, uh, Ricky, um, not Ricky, Mikey DiPietro got injured, which kind of sucked, and they kind of lost all their momentum with that. But it, it, that, that just kind of ruins it. But even this year, right? They had all the momentum going into the playoffs. Same thing with the Senators. They end the season, it's all gone. You know, it's going to be tough to bounce back from that. But, what what can you do, right? In, in a moment like this, right? You what can you do in, in this situation? All right. So when we come back, that's all I got from the AHL news because that's <laughs> that's all the talking news I got today. Uh, obviously, no news on the uh, on that uh, thing from Bill Daly last week. So we'll see how that goes. But when we come back, we gotta do my closing, and I will look up now what I, say if I missed something online. I'll talk about it, and then we'll do our closing. So we'll be right back with that. All right, so we're back with our closing here, and what did I miss throughout this podcast? So number one thing is the World Baseball Classic that was supposed to happen in 2021 is right now pending approval so that it could be moved to 2023. For reasons, I don't don't know why. Uh, It's still a year away, so I don't understand why it's being really talked about. Like this happens in you know, March next year. I, I, I don't understand why it's being moved two years back. That's kind of just dumb, crazy. I don't know. I don't know how really how to say it, but maybe it could have been like, if they're going to move it, just move it back a year. First of all, you're it's like next year. Like how bad is next year really going to be? Like, are they planning that 2021 is really going to be bad as well? I don't know, man. Uh, but we also have great news. That baseball proposal I literally talked about two seconds ago was approved by the owners. This is the tweet from Jeff Passan. Uh, this is what he said. The MLB owners have approved a proposal to present to players, as Ken Rosenthal reported. They plan to meet tomorrow and discuss it. Now, this is when it gets serious, and, we, and we'll know soon enough if baseball actually is coming back in 2020. So this is how it's really going to work. He showed it to the owners. I actually have to go back. He showed it to the owners. And this union, obviously it's going to be the, it's the players union, right? So it's been approved by the owners. 
it will be shown to the players by tomorrow and by Tuesday night or by Wednesday, we're hoping we'll have significant news on if they're returning in July. Once again, I can't say it enough. Massive, massive news. Why Why is the MLB just come out of left field, man? Two week, last week, they didn't say anything. Last week, they didn't report anything. And now, all of a sudden, they're getting this. Their, their proposal can be done within literally two days. Three days. Four days, maybe. The NHL was supposed to come out with their proposal a few weeks ago. Or sorry, not a few weeks ago. A few days ago. That or Well, at least a concrete uh, statement saying, well, you need a month now. Like, this is crazy. Maybe this is why they were silent. They were working on this. I don't know. But it's exciting. So Wednesday's podcast should be a good one. All right. So that's what we had today. We talked about, you know, soccer coming back. And, you know, we talked, obviously, the MLB news I talked about enough. We talked about the HL being canceled. We also have talks about the uh, NBA and what their plan is uh, for the near future. But I'd say that's a pretty good episode. Like I said, some of the stuff might be repetitive, and I'm sorry, y'all, but it's hard to it's hard to not be repetitive when everything every team every league is doing what is the, like the same right it's kind of hard to do that but anyway so if you're listening here on anchor or if you're listening on spotify apple podcast breaker and i gotta i keep forgetting all the rest i'm very sorry if you're listening on anything else thank you guys all for listening to the sports talk podcast i'm your host adam zucala you could t- uh you could uh if you want i i'm starting to like retweet and tweet stuff back now so if 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 you want to follow me on Twitter, that's Adam, it's at Adam underscore Zucala. That is it, U-C-C-A-L-A, if you want to know how to spell it. I'd like to thank you guys all for listening in once again. And I'll see you guys all on Wednesday for what we hope is going to be a nice MLB-filled uh, uh, podcast. If not, I'm kind of going to be a little bit disappointed. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay inside, stay healthy. Peace. Thank you.